This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 159 is going to be from Deuteronomy chapter 13 and verse 4. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast to him. Deuteronomy chapter 13 and verse 4 reads, You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. We as his people have to walk after the Lord. And in order to walk after him, we first have to fear him. At least at first, when we first come to God, fear is what brings us to him. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 12, it says, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. In order to work out our salvation, we have to fear him. We have to fear what could happen to us if we don't live the way that he wants us to live. And so at least initially in coming to God, Fear is what causes us to start our walk with him, to start loving him. If we want to walk with him, we first have to fear him. And then that fear has to motivate us to keep his commandments. If fear doesn't motivate us to keep his commandments, then we can fear him, but we don't think that we can live the way that he wants us to live, then we're still not going to be saved because we have to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Salvation comes only after we work it out. And so we have to keep his commandments. Working out our own salvation is keeping his commandments and obeying his voice, listening to his word. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 say, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. We have to obey His voice. Why? Because the Scriptures are what is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete or perfect, thoroughly equipped for every good work. And so we keep his commandments, we listen to his voice, because his voice is what is profitable for us. It's what teaches us how to conduct ourselves in the house of God. First Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, Paul would tell the young gospel preacher Timothy once again, But if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church, the pillar and the ground of the truth. After we learn to fear him, after we learn to keep his commandments and to obey his voice, then we serve him. This is how we hold fast to him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that word which I preached to you, unless you have believed in vain. Going back to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, when Paul would tell the young gospel preacher Timothy that the word of God is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, this is how we hold to him. We have to listen to the scriptures, which Paul was declaring there at Corinth. We have to receive them, and we have to be ready to stand in them. Standing in them is serving him. Receiving them is obeying his commandments and keeping his word. 
You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. We are saved by receiving the word and standing in it and listening to it and holding fast to it. Because if we don't, then we are going to have believed in vain. In Colossians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19, the Bible says, Let no one cheat you of your reward, taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding fast to the head from whom all the body, nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments, grows with the increase that is from God. We can be cheated of our reward. If we're not holding fast to God by fearing him, keeping his commandments, obeying his voice, and becoming his servant, then we will be cheated out of our reward. And we have to understand that if we're not holding fast to our head, who is Christ, then there will be no reward. He is what nourishes the body. He is what knits the joints and ligaments together so that we can grow today. If we don't hold to him, then we are not going to be nourished. We are going to die of starvation. Our spiritual life will die of starvation if we're not holding fast to him. We will not be knit together. We will be like a broken bone that's joints are pulled apart from its ligaments. We will not be able to grow if we're not holding fast to God. And the only way that we can hold fast to God is to walk after him Fear him, keep his commandments, obey his voice, and serve him. If we're missing in any of those things, then we are not holding fast to God, and our salvation is not going to be sure. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 21 and 22, it says, Test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. If we want to hold fast to God, then we have to test all things. Why? Paul would tell the brethren at Colossae in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is why we have to test all things. It's because we have to have Christ's authority for everything that we do in our life. If we don't have that, then we are not holding fast to that which is good. And by doing so, we are not holding fast to God. Because if we don't have approval of Christ for what we do, how can we be walking after the Lord? How can we be fearing him? If we don't listen to him, if we don't have his approval for what we do in our life, and we know that without his approval, we are going to be lost. We go all the way back to Leviticus chapter 10 with the story of Nadab and Abihu when they brought strange and profane fire before the Lord. And what happened to them? They didn't have God's approval God struck them dead. Well, that's the same thing that happens to us today. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. We have to walk after the Lord. We have to fear him. We have to keep his commandments. We have to obey his voice, and we have to serve him in order to hold fast to him. This means we have to test all things that we believe so that we know that we have Jesus' approval for everything that we do. If we do not, then we're holding to evil and not abstaining from it. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast to him. We must 
hold fast to him. Because we have examples of what has happened to people when they did not. When Nadab and Abihu did not hold fast to God's word and get approved fire to take into the worship of God, God punished them. When Uzzah reached up to stay the ark, when he was told not to, he did not have God's approval for touching that ark. No matter what they were doing, you did not have the approval to touch the ark. And what happened to him? He was struck dead. And we could go on and on and on with people that did not have God's approval. You cannot walk with God if you're not keeping his commandments and obeying his voice. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 1 and 2 tell us that sin separates us from God. You can't walk with God if you have sin in your life. How can two walk together unless they be agreed? Amos chapter 3 and verse 3. 1 John chapter 1 and verse 7, If you walk in the light as he is in the light, you have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ his Son continually cleanses us from all sin. But if you're not walking in the light, then you're not walking after the Lord. You're not fearing him. You're not keeping his commandments. You're not obeying his voice, and you're definitely not serving him. So how can you be holding fast to him? If you have sin in your life that you refuse to repent of, you cannot walk with God. If God has told us to do something and we are in open rebellion of doing it, then we cannot walk with God. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast to him. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 12 and 13, the Bible says, For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him. Until that day, hold fast the pattern of sound words, which you have heard from me in faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. So Paul told the young gospel preacher, Timothy, look, I'm preaching to you in faith and love. I love you. I'm telling you how to live here because this is the scripture. Second Timothy chapter three, verse 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Paul was telling Timothy, look, it's not me telling you how to live. It's God. Hold fast to the pattern of sound word, words which are from God. For this reason, I suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Paul was telling the young gospel preacher, Timothy, look, I know whom I have believed. I know whom I have believed on because I've studied, I've witnessed it, I know that he is able to keep what I am going to commit to him. And what I'm going to commit to him is my entire life. Paul would tell the church at Galatia, in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yea, not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul was willing to give it all. He was willing to be crucified. He would tell the church at Rome, this is exactly what you are to do as well in Romans chapter 12 and verses 1 and 2. When he would tell them, present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. But be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove was that good and perfect will of God. You see, know on whom you have believed and then give everything to him and hold fast to his word. And when people preach that to us, they're doing it in faith and in love for both us and Christ. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast to him. The only way that we can hold fast to him is to walk after him, to fear him, to keep his commandments, to obey his voice, and to 
put it into practice, and serve him. In Titus chapter 1, verses 5 through 9, the Bible says, For this reason I left you in Crete, that you should set in order the things that are lacking, and appoint elders in every city as I have commanded you. If a man is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of dissipation or insubordination, for a bishop must be blameless as a steward of God, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not given to wine, not violent, not greedy for money, but hospitable, a lover of what is good, sober-minded, just, holy, self-controlled, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and convict those who contradict. Paul told Titus, this is why I left you in Crete, so that you can set in order the things that are lacking and appoint elders in every city as I have commanded you. And all of the qualifications that he's given them is to make sure that they are appointing the right men to the job. People that hold fast to God. That's what these qualifications are about. Making sure that we appoint people into a place of leadership who are holding fast the faithful word of God. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast to him. And God wants people leading the church that are holding fast to him, listening to him, understanding who he is, being obedient to his voice and servants of him. This is how we hold fast to him. If we want to walk after the Lord, we have to fear him, keep his commandments, obey his voice, and serve God. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast to him. There is no other way. There is no other way to walk with God. There is no other way to be right with God than to do it his way. If we're doing it any other way, then we are never going to be right with God. In Matthew chapter 15 and verse 9, Jesus said, In vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. If we're teaching the commandments of men, and our doctrine is nowhere found in the word of God, then we are not holding fast to God. And we are worshiping God in vain. We need to stop that. We need to start listening to him. We need to start testing what we believe. We need to start understanding who he is. We need to start walking with him by fearing him, keeping his commandments, obeying his voice, and serving him. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast to him. There is absolutely no other way. In Hebrews chapter 3, in verses 5 and 6, the Bible says, And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant, for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterward. But Christ as a son over his house, whose house we are, if we hold fast to confidence and the rejoicing of hope firm to the end. We are only Christ's house when we hold fast our confidence and the rejoicing of our hope firm to the end. We've got to continue to hold on to him from the time we begin to be a Christian, after we've been baptized and added to the church by the Lord, Acts chapter 2 and verse 47, to the time we take our last breath, we have to be confident in who our Savior is and in the rejoicing of the hope that he brings to us. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast 
to him. In Hebrews chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, the Bible says, Seeing then that we have a high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Because we have the greatest high priest, because we have a perfect high priest, let us hold fast our confession. Let's never waver in knowing that Jesus is our Savior. He is our high priest, and he knows how to help us. Let's go to him. Let's come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. We can only walk with God when we keep his commandments and hold fast to him. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.